0: I just thought that was a good picture to start off with, holding on to those, I don't know if I could pull myself up from them, but holding on to, to their the firm grip, just holding on tight, holding on tight to something, and that's just really what was holding on tight to God. And I did want to read out the two Bible verses um, that I felt God was speaking to me about, and the first one is um, Isaiah 41.10, Isaiah 41.10, Isaiah 41.10. And it says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand." And the second one was um, Isaiah 41, verse 13. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get it up in a minute, don't worry. Isaiah 41, verse 13. Right, we're just trying to get a bit of technology here, just for those of you on Zoom, trying to see what's going on with this this clicky thing. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, we're about to Yorkshire. Hessel, it's called Hessel, it's near the Humber sure. Bridge. Yeah, it's not far from the Pulp, that's by Mount Hopkins. <laughs> Right, shall I carry on, guys? Okay, so verse 13 says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold <laughs> of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. So those were, those are the two readings that I thought God was saying to me to use this morning. There we are. Well, that's, uh, right, okay, okay, so that's yeah, that's the first one. Good, he's got the next one. Up. That's great. And I was just thinking that sometimes, you know, fear this, in this scripture says, Don't be afraid. Do not be dismayed. I'm your God, I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. It just says so much in, in that uh, Bible verse. But just leave that up for a minute, Nick, because I just wanna I just want us to think about when we had small children and some parents have small children now. We used to play all these games with our children. We used to hold on to their hands and spin them around. And another one was my daughter used to want to stand on my toes as I held her hands, and I used to go like this with her and go backwards. But we always made sure that we held firmly onto our child's hand, going across the road where the traffic is, making sure we held onto our child's hand. One day I was out with my dad, we were out on a walk, and my brother, I don't know how he'd done it, just fell into this, um, it was like a, not a river, but it was like a lake or something. And he went right down under the water, he was only about three or four, and my dad just went like that, and pulled him out. And I thought, well, how did Dad know But he grabbed hold of him and he pulled him out? He rescued him. And I just thought, that that's such a lovely picture of knowing that my dad had a firm grip on my brother. And you see, Jesus has a firm grip on our hands and on our lives. Even in the, the dark times, even in the times when we might find it hard and difficult, because we all do. But I just feel God is saying t- today, for me to say to us, that he has a firm grip on our lives and he wants us to hold, take hold of his hands and sometimes we may not feel like this, sometimes we may, our emotions get in the way don't they, they always like sometimes stir up and our feelings can get in the way. Probably about um, a couple of months ago we were coming back from Birmingham and it was my turn to drive, I don't really like driving very much but I was driving the vehicle and I just was coming out onto the motorway, uh, sorry to the motorway from the services and as you as you stop and you look right, I stopped and I looked right, and the next thing was I felt this great big smash right in the back, back of the vehicle. Got hit into the back of the vehicle. And my emotions were all up in the air and I just thought, oh no, 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 Nick was with me. And I got out of this car and I got a bit angry with angry with the person, you know, that was uh, hit my car hit the car, hit the vehicle. And I was really getting angry big. No, this bit, no, one. No. All of a sudden I just felt God say to me, you know, your your emotions, your attitude. Gotta do something. And I said, God, what do you want me to do? And I thought, God, say, go up and give the man a hug. And I thought, oh, okay. And he, he was a younger man, and I just said, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have got angry with you. I shouldn't have reacted. I was wrong to get like I did. I said, would you like a hug? And I just thought, God, say, show my love. And he said, oh, yes, please, I'd love a hug. So I gave him a hug. And when he phoned up Nick about the insurance, he said, please tell your wife, thank you, that she gave me a hug. So God can even work in those situations when our emotions are all up in the air. We need to hold on to Jesus in tough times as well as good times. We don't want to give up, we want to hold on to him. The Lord holds the right hand of his people teaching them to walk by faith, leading them into his presence and into communion with himself and keeps them from falling. He will strengthen their right hand and I've got a little verse that isn't this one, but I'm going to come back to this one in a minute. The one I'm going to read out is in Isaiah 43, 13, and it says, Yes, from ancient days I am healed, and no one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? God wants us to know that even from ancient days from long ago, he has hold of our hands. He can deliver us. He can help us. And I just felt with these lovely Bible verses, the two ones here, the first one, the Isaiah 41:10, you know, We we are afraid sometimes. And God is saying, look, don't be afraid. What are you afraid of? I get a bit afraid of driving. I really don't like it. But I know that if I don't do it, I'll never get past that fear. And I ask God to help me every time. God wants to help us if we're afraid. If we're dismayed, he wants to help us. He wants to strengthen us. Do you feel a bit weak sometimes? I do. God wants to strengthen us. He wants to help us. And he will uphold us with his righteous hand. And then going back to the verse 13, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says, do not fear, I will help you. Isn't that a wonderful thought, thinking that, that, that he's holding onto our hands, that he's taking care of us, that he's loving us, that he's with us, that he's for us. It's wonderful. And you see, God, God tells the Israelites not to fear. We see that in the Bible. Not to fear or be dismayed, for God is with them. God promised to deliver them. He promised to deliver them from their enemies. And I just think, as we look back to the Word of God, some people say about the Old Testament, "Oh, it's boring and it's hard to read." But the Old Testament uh, a lot of it typifies the New Testament. You can't use half a sword. You need the, the sword, you need the, the blade and the handle. It's good to go back and, as we look, as I was look, looking in the Old Testament when I was preparing this message, I saw this: that the Lord promised to deliver the Israelites from their enemies. God's promise was to be with them in the midst of their trials. He promised to strengthen them and help them to persevere. Is is God talking to us today from his word? Is he speaking to us from what I'm starting to share? Is there something in our life, is there an area? When we face lots of obstacles, this is quite a key little thing here. When we face lots of obstacles and start to feel overwhelmed, the Lord is not out of answers or options. We might be out of answers or options because we're tired or we think, oh, is this ever gonna change, is this ever gonna happen? But the Lord isn't out of options. The Lord has answers and options. We were praying for a young man um, very recently, well, a while ago, and he, he had lots of mental health issues and we were praying for him, we talked about the Lord and we were, th- we were just praying for him and we thought, we're gonna see this young man, um, you know, before our own eyes, spend lots of time with him and, etc, etc. But, but God, God wasn't out of options. He had a different kind of answer than we thought. Because this young man went to another country to stay with his brother and his brother's wife, who he got on very well with. And when we saw a picture of him, this young man's face was radiating. He was so happy. God used him to go to this country to be with his brother, to spend time there, and he's working with children. We prayed to God. God wasn't out of options for this young man. He had answers. And we believe God answered our prayer, and we are still praying for him. Though we may not know know how to find a way forward, God remains our hope. God is is our hope. In hopeless situations, God is our hope. He's our victory. He's our strength. He's our song. He's our everything. He's our all. He will surely lead us through a place to trust him more, because that's what God wants to do. You know, God wants us to grow spiritually, and how do we go spiritually? Sometimes you have to go through tests and and trials and and different things like that. God just wants us to, you know, and one of my ways is, later on today, I'm going to be driving Jabez. Um, So I'm not going to let the fear of driving stop me. It's a big vehicle to drive, but I've driven him before. (laughs) But the only problem is I'm I'm sat next to somebody who's a qualified coach driver, who used to be, and uh, so every so often, uh, slow down, dear. Uh, don't go so fast, look in the mirror, so it's, you know, but, but God, God is good, I'm, I'm not, I'm just gonna do, gonna step out in that, and move forward, God wants to help us grow spiritually, God gives us security that the world can't give, the world, you know, sometimes all these things happening in the world, it's all like, a bit like a jelly, it all wobbles around, wobbles around, wobbles around, and uh, many years ago, I went across Giant's causeway, it's in the north of Ireland, and it's a brick, you go across, you go across this bridge, And you get on this bridge and it really wobbles. You know, it's a rope bridge, and I thought, well, I want to get off this quickly. And it's a bit like the world sometimes. There's things that are wobbling out there, wobbling and wobbling. But our foundation is on Jesus. He has a hold of our hands. He wants to build on a strong foundation. That foundation in our lives that is not wobbly. That He wants to build and He wants to help us and He wants to set us free. Trust the Lord. We need to trust the Lord. Trust what He wants to do. He's able to do anything if we commit our way to him, and ask him in every situation to help us. He is faithful, and he will never let us down. Sometimes people and friends let us down, but God will never let us down. And I just was thinking about this lovely um, Bible verse. I, it's just one, an afterthought one really. Um, and you've probably heard this one before. It's the lovely one in Proverbs, I don't know know, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, but I'll be singing it later on. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So part of the way of, of holding on to God's hand, and you know God is holding on to our lives, it's about trust. It's about trusting God with everything. Sometimes our understandings and our way forward, we get it wrong, but God can always help us. As long as we acknowledge him, and he'll make our path straight and commit our way to him. So, so how do we trust somebody? How do we trust them? We need to get to know them. We're, we're still getting to know Karen, and she's such a lovely lady. i It's su- such a privilege to have her with us. And um, she's been talking a lot about how she grew up in her life. And I would never have known any of the things but because she told us. And I'm, I'm getting I'm to getting trust her. Obviously, I've been married to Nick for a long time, so I, I, I trust him and I know him. Yeah. And God wants <laughs> us to be able to. You know, I don't care what I say oh, here. God. I want to dodge you down. Um, <laughs> God wants us to get to know him, and and the way we get to know him is by spending time with him, not just on Sunday morning, but by reading the word, by praying, by listening to his voice. Look, look, I was sitting on my sofa one day in the lounge, and God said, Marina, don't forget about Hessel. Oh, God just said, don't forget about Hessel, we were in Wetherby in Yorkshire. Three years ago, I was sitting on the, on the sofa and God said to me, I want you to go to Weatherby. There's somebody there who I want them to know how much I love them. Will you go and tell them because nobody's told them. God was speaking. It wasn't in some great big, you know, like, uh whoa, like this. It was just like an ordinary voice. He was saying, I want you to do something. It's about trust and about getting to know God and getting to hear him speak. So I just, I just feel that what I'm saying is, I hope it's like speaking to you this morning, because I just felt God was saying to share these things. And uh, the Lord never lets go of our lives. We might mess it up sometimes, but He never lets go of our lives. He holds on to our lives. He holds on to our hands. But the key is to stay close to Him and His ways, His words, and our walk with Him. Sometimes on a Friday morning, I meet with Karen and another lady, and we pray and we just let God put the prayers in our heart, and it's just such a powerful time, because we're getting to know God, we're getting to hear God. He's showing us how to pray. And just a few other little points that came to me when I was preparing this message was, I was thinking about clay, and when we were at school, um, Miss used to give us a great big piece of clay, and she used to put it on the the table, and we had one of those machines where you had to go like this with your legs, make, make, spin around, you had to try and shape and mould the clay, And it was really hard, and it took ages for us to do that. And I was just thinking about that picture. But I was thinking about how God has our lives in the palm of his hand. We are like that piece of clay. And God is shaping and moulding our lives, each and every one, to the shape that he wants it to be. We are safe in God's hands. We are safe in God's hands. And it says in Isaiah 64.8, Yet you, Lord, are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hands. Isn't that, isn't that a wonderful thing to know? You know, my self esteem is, isn't that particularly brilliant because of how I grew up. And there were lots of things that happened at home that weren't very nice. But God has, has brought so much healing as I've looked at His Word and as, as He started to shape and mould my life, and I'm sure as He's done it with yours. He's our Father. We are the clay, He's the potter, and He's working and shaping and moulding our lives. Our life is the work of his hands. And he molds, sometimes he molds us, sometimes he breaks us, he refines us when necessary. God uses all things in our lives to mold us and to make us and to shape us. And I'm just gonna share um, just a story that's very quite personal to me. It was probably um, a lot of years ago, I can't remember how long ago, I used to always, always, always be singing and playing the guitar. So I could get attention, people would listen to me all the time, all the time, all the time. And I, I was I was part of a missionary group. We were doing a, a training <coughs> school, And one of the leaders came to me and he said, um, he said, I think you I think you need to pray about the ministry, what God's giving you. He said, Maybe God is asking you to lay your gift upon the altar. I said, How dare he? How dare he say that to me? What right's he got? You know, and I was really like angry about it. And I went away and I prayed, and I I just came to God and I said, God, i just just hand this over to you. And I just felt God was was confirming what he was saying was right. So I I did a drastic thing, I sold my guitar, I got rid of everything, and I just came to the point in tears where I got on my knees and I said, Lord, I, I would never play and sing again if you don't want me to do it. I just come and I just hand this all over to you. He was shaping and molding me and he was breaking me and I prayed, and I got on my knees, and I just left it all with God, and about three months later, this same leader come up to me, I thought, well, what's he going to say to me this time, oh my goodness me, <laughs> you know, and he looked me in the eye, and he said, Marina, I've got something to say to you, and I said, yeah. I said, oh yeah, what is this, and he said, so as you've laid your gift upon the altar, God has given it back to you, for you to worship tonight, well, I haven't got a guitar. i guitar. And then they, they've pulled out this, this manky old one from somewhere that was, like, was all like, oh my God, never played the key of me. <laughs> but we've got this guitar out and we, I don't worship. But from that time on, God has, has broken me, shaped me, moulded me. And I won't keep singing. I only will sing if God tells me to sing. See, sometimes God deals deeply in our lives. And we just need to be humble, and we just need to let him shape and mould us. And I just got two last little points that God has asked me to share this morning. One is, God is saying to some people here, and maybe some people on Zoom, just reminding us, God is saying that, that you are chosen, that we are chosen by the Lord, we are chosen. Because sometimes we don't feel that, do we? But God is saying, you are chosen, and then in Deuteronomy 7, 6, it says, "The Lord, this is a lovely Bible verse, the Lord your God has chosen you out of all the people on the face of the earth to be his treasured possession. Isn't it wonderful? God has chosen us and he loves us and he cares about us and he wants to take hold of our hands all the time. And then the final little thing I thought God was saying as I'm sharing the word this morning is, it's about our identity in Christ because sometimes we, we do struggle with our identity in Christ, but God just is reminding us this morning that we're adopted in his family, we're members of his household, and this lovely Bible verse in 1 John John 1.12, it says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And we are children of God, we are God's children, and I just thank and praise him that we can just celebrate this morning, Amen. as we did earlier on, as we're going to carry on. Um, so I'm just going to say, say a little prayer and then just sing uh, Oh yeah, the prayer yeah. There should be a prayer Can you get it, it yeah? up <laughs> There we yeah. go, there's a prayer. Maybe you can pray this out loud or in your, in your heart Dear Lord, hold my hand when I feel so how I just stand up and what I believe in and desire to give you not my very best. Give me debate and for